Okay. <clears throat> Let me get this. Uh, why do I clear my throat every time I start recording? That's fuck. I gotta stop. It's, it's a, a good way of letting us know that you're starting the recording. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. Uh, I'm like, three. Ooh, Elijah's laryngitis. We must be about to begin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a new symptom of the Rona? Clearing your throat unnecessarily? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I heard about that whole like losing the losing smell and taste. And earlier I was talking to Michael and it was just like, man, all the times my mom said she would smack the taste out of my mouth. Little did I know. Jeez. <laughs> it would be this dangerous. Ma, you gotta leave the taste in there. I might be dying from some rona. Who knows? Who knows? I imagine I'd be able to taste flat wing meat anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's a better meat, so just imagine. I just don't know how we managed to routinely bring this into conversation. Like, we're it's not so talking easy. anything about it. This episode is not about that at all. But then it's like, somehow, flat versus drums gets brought up every time. It's so oh easy. Oh my god. Alright. 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 Welcome to another episode of Between You and Me. I'm joined by the homies, Mark Townsend. I think that's a person, right? Mark Townsend, that sounds real. I, I believe it. Yeah, you know, we're just gonna go with it. I agree. That is a person. Somewhere. If I look it up okay. on Facebook, I'm gonna find Mark Townsend, so. Yeah. Okay, we are That's here. me. Also, I am joined by Michael McGillicuddy. Yes, that's <laughs> oh, me. I, I feel like I've heard that name once in my life, and, uh... <laughs> that might have been in a movie. Felt right. <laughs> I think so, right? You know what we need when we get big, right? When we get uh, when we turn to like a big podcast, we need that mm-hmm. one person that whenever we don't know shit, like, hey, look that shit up right quick. We need yeah, yeah. The screen, yo, Gonzo, look that up. <laughs> Gonzo's like furiously typing at his computer. <laughs> we need that motherfucker. And I am joined by RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Elijah, you've done this so many times, and I think that's my favorite. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm enough. not gonna lie, I panicked. Yeah. <laughs> Stop Step up your pulpies. <laughs> oh, man. Alright. Um, today is our music episode, so that means that it is Friday. You gotta yeah. get down on Friday, and no, we're not reviewing Rebecca Black. So I even know that motherfucker's still there. This might be our most procrastinated episode. <laughs> I just thought I might. That's I very just true. You need time there. to let it marinate. All right. Like this, <laughs> you get to sit. Like on this, this episode would've been a minute coming. <laughs> and yet, I don't think That's any of us were unprepared for this. Very true. We we did come in prepared a little, kid. We've been uh, trying to record this shit for like what two weeks now. Yeah, just about. but life happens, but we record, that's all that matters, you feel me? So, we're actually going to review albums today. Um, we're reviewing Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia, um, <laughs> and we're also reviewing Jay Electronica's A Written Testimony. Um, the album we are going to begin with is Senora Lipa, which every so often, like what every, every time we review an album, uh, one of us are going to choose an album. So, me and Mark... We chose the albums I just mentioned. Mark chose Senora Lipa, and I chose uh, Mr. Electronica. Um, and first, we are going to be uh, starting with Senora Lipa. So, Mark, what made you choose Miss Lipa? Like so, the interview voice I just used? Oh, I, I really do appreciate it. would have been fine it if the effects. <laughs> you just left it and been like, oh, that's a nice effect. And then be like, oh, did you like it? <laughs> Bring do, do you get it? it? Do you get the joke? Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, okay, but just to give you guys some background, uh, at least for me. Um, so I've been a pretty big Dua Lipa fan for a couple of years now. It mostly started with like One Kiss. I remember hearing that song she had with Calvin Harris, and I really enjoyed it. I really am into like that like deep voice, um, like kind of electronic sound. I really enjoyed that. Um, and... So I really do like listening to her songs. This Future Nostalgia uh, album is her second album. Her first one was uh, self-titled. Um, and it kind of, I think it came out a few years ago. One of the songs everybody remembers from that is New Rules. Um, <laughs> and it was pretty it was pretty popular, but it was kind of basic as far as like pop albums go. Like 
it, you know, it's just one of those, like, it's just another drop in the bucket type things where it's like, this one doesn't really stand out much versus any of the other ones. But the reason I picked this album and I've been like so interested in it is that she really, between this album and her last one, this is her second album, she really pivoted a lot. Like she went less generic, like regular pop and kind of just like leaned into like kind of the dancer, dancey vibe, like electronic vibe a little bit more. Um, it was trying to go for a more timeless sound, which I really like. Sometimes it's to her detriment when it comes to performing because she's not the best dancer in the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the memes a, will let you know that she's not the best dancer in the world. But yeah, I appreciate anyone that says, you know what, this is my talent. Um, hey. Sure, the, I don't have other talents that would be nice to have with it, but you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, and the other thing is, I think she takes uh, criticism really well. Like, she got a lot of criticism criticism after her first album and i think she's done a good job taking that criticism and turning it into something positive that's why i picked it i saw um i was walking out the kitchen in my la casa and my pops was watching the news and i actually saw her performing and she was performing one of the songs off of this album she was she had a little two-step going she had a little two-step i said okay you ain't you ain't pushing your hip let me just say quarantine treated her right she was like i don't have to go on a stage I can just dance in my house with no expectations. That is all I've ever asked for in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so what was y'all's general uh, thoughts of the uh, the album? What did you think, Paul, our resident music guy? Our resident music character. Um, <laughs> I liked it. Um, I, didn't, I was not aware of Dua Lipa before this, before we were procced with this question. So I was like, Oh, okay. One of Mark's listening habits. Let's 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 see what's going on here. Ah. Are you questioning my <laughs> listening habits? Ouch! When I, you were well, listening to when you were listening to some questionable things back in the day. I was, but you had, you have to admit I had you pegged for like all your listening stuff back in the day. Fair. I'd be like, I'd be like, Mark, this is a song you would like, and you'd be like, Oh my god, I like it. I'd be like, Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. My listening styles back then were like a lot of things very dated. <laughs> they do but, not sound um, as good now. But well, I will say, as credit to you, it is not like that. Um, listening to her album, like it was like um, like it was still like poppy, but not like not like bubblegum poppy, if that makes sense. Like, um, mm -hmm. I heard a lot of, like, house influence and, like, electronic. I will say that was, it's close, like, the when it got really electronic, like, when it got more house dance-like in the album, I didn't really care for it as much. Like, it sounded good, like, like musically, I just didn't really care for it myself. Mm -hmm. um, when it got more into, like, the funk side of, like, her palette, I liked that a lot more. What songs in particular like stand out to you? About that? All right, so my favorite songs is "Levitating," uh, "Good in Bed," and um, "Pretty Please." It's kind of funny <laughs> because I've, I, for some reason, knew you would like "Levitating" just because she says "sugar boo" in it. <laughs> I was like, this is a Paul ass word. This is a word that Paul will hear and be like, "I like this song." <laughs> she said "sugar boo" for no reason at all. <laughs> just a good bar she was a oh and she was like really like well okay this is like uh like something i really appreciated her stuff was that she was very rhythmically varied throughout the album like i felt like i feel like a lot of people get very like stuck in a groove and they just kind of make a whole album with it and i get very bored very fast and I may not like every song in the album because, like, some of the stuff I don't, I didn't really care for. But I can at least appreciate that she really did have a lot of different palettes in the album. And she really tried to be as varied as possible. Yeah, it, it was definitely, like, especially coming off her, her, her um, initial album, this one was definitely a lot more experimental with what she was trying yeah. to do. Which, you know, sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, that's exactly. the risk that you take when you try to be experimental. I do appreciate the effort, though. Mm -hmm. What about you, Bly? What was your uh, what was your opinion of the album? Um, well, <laughs> piggybacking off the experimental, um, I definitely respect it um, because why the fuck not? At least like she's not afraid to experiment and then be afraid to experiment and then like five years down the road, 
she's a mass singer contestant because I need to I <laughs> I was afraid of what the fans thought. So I thought if I just hit in this costume, I can show shut the this fucking release decision. <laughs> Sorry. We know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> but um no nah, overall though, like it was it was it was different. So the, the more I replayed it, the more I fucked with it. Um mm. it was like the first time I was like Fuck out my face, Mark. This is just bullshit you giving me. <laughs> and then, like the second time, I'm like tapping my foot. I'm like, uh huh, it's alright. Right. It was like, remember, remember in Major Pain, um, at the end of the movie when they were going through the drills and shit, and then like all the judges were tapping their foot. Mm-hmm. That, that was me. That was me the second. The second time. Like, okay. Yeah, oh, you have like oh, your hands oh, crossed. You're like, yeah. Oh, is my toe tapping right now? Oh uh, yeah. This is out of and my control. Third time, I was the fucking vibing with that shit. I said, "Okay, <laughs> Lipa, Lipa, <laughs> you out here, baby?" But not overall. I just... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's what Wendy Williams called her. Dual peeps. No, I would say no one's called me this ever and since any time at all. (laughs) Get your ugly ass out of here, Wendy. But now overall, though, I fuck with it. Um, fuck with it heavy. Uh, I'm not converted to a leapite. A leapite. (laughs) That sounds like a Pokemon. (laughs) I would 100% vibe with her shit. Um, I feel like good in bed is like low key a two that should be like a too hot to handle theme song on the lowest of keys. <laughs> that's so like when she pulls out the the good pipe in the moonlight. Uh, oh yeah. that was a bar right there. I, I love that bar. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because like when you would look at it, you're like, hmm, which one of these two albums would be more vulgar? And like at least sexually. Right. Right. <laughs> it's not the one you would expect initially. Right. Yeah. My goodness, yeah. Lisa. Freak, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think, Michael? There... Well, I have, like, a different point of view of this because, I mean, I have sort of, like, like Mark, have followed her since her first album of sorts. Um, and New Rules was a catchy and it was a well-received song, so it would have been, like, so easy for her to kind of be lumped in with that, you know, generic, unambitious kind of pop sound. Um, the first person I thought of was Dea, if you remember her. She was in the Don't Let Me Down yeah. song with the Chainsmokers. And then she yeah. had that sit, that sit Still Look Pretty song. But every song after that, it just tried to reach the heights of that, and she couldn't do it. Um, oh. With Dua Lipa, what I hear is, like, the clear amount of work she put into one make the music familiar enough like to her old work that she wouldn't alienate old friends but also leave herself room to you know grow lyrically and sonically so that she doesn't stagnate and you know become a time period artist um and that's a hard balance to strike because you don't want to sound so different that it's unrecognizable but you also don't want to get stuck in some box and i think she did it well she avoided the sophomore slump air quotes um, but I thought it was really free-spirited and somehow mature at the same time. And, you know, listening through the album, I felt like I did after my first breakup or the first time I fell in love mm. or that feeling of lust. She's great at capturing a feeling not only with the lyrics, but also with her sound. And it's hard to come by for a, a young pop artist. Um, for me, my favorite track was actually Physical. Um, I think it embodied everything that the album tried to. It was good dance pop. It had a, a retro sound. It sampled uh, a popular song from the 80s. And, you know, it, it had me really hyped. So that was my general idea of this album. That was I so think that, good. That was such a good thesis. <laughs> I love it. That, that was really solid. I think it's like kind of going, kind of jumping off of what you said as, as well, is that like part of part of what's so important is also having people behind you that like legitimately believe in you going in different directions because i don't know some people like i don't know like an an alessia cara comes to mind with people like who kind of just like you know disappear and it definitely takes people who are behind them that believe in them like you know changing things up and trying new things um outside of just the artists themselves to really like you know flourish and become something more than just a piece of the time 
I think it's also important to praise the fact that she's not an American artist, which makes this right. ten times harder for her to sell in this market. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. British people do not do, like, especially British women do not do well. Um, Unless you're Adele. Unless you're Adele, which not... Or the Spice I mean, Girls. Look at those types. Not everybody's Adele. <laughs> That's bad. That's bad. I can see her, like, being the female little win in the regards of you don't know what the fuck song he'll pop up on. The female like, little lady. What the like, <laughs> like, no, she, like, what she did, too. Like, some of her features, yeah. like, in between this album, they are kind of all over the place. Right. True. She's on, like, a Brock Hampton song, too. She has, like, one song with Sean Paul that's actually really good. So, like... She's like the um, current Quavo. Oh, facts. <laughs> like Quavo, nigga. Is that, is, up on anything. is that Quavo on the through bars on anything? He's like, is that a beat? <laughs> Let's go. I can <laughs> drop a couple bars on this. I can see Quavo whispering on a Screamo album, like, huh? <laughs> you can throw that in there. <laughs> it's really cool listening to you all talk about this album because like, you all have like like pieces of opinions that I've had while I was listening to this album. Um, but like, kind of just to culminate from my opinion is that like I think this album is really interesting in that it kind of different from a lot of pop that was coming out, um, where it's very much more upbeat and happy than a lot of pop mm. has been. You know. Like, as much yeah. as I do enjoy my fair share of Billie Eilish, it's like, okay, this is like, kind of like pop of old, where, but, you know, pop recently has been a lot more mellow lately. Um, more punkish. Exactly. And I, and, I, and I really appreciate that kind of like change of sound. Um, it's kind of funny, mm-hmm. though, because like this song comes out, um, this album comes out, and then like immediately it kind of seems like a lot of like pop music has become a lot more upbeat lately, which is weird because we're like in quarantine, but like Say So is like super popular and you're like, yeah, really Doja Cat has like the super upbeat song that we're all listening to like in our houses. <laughs> but even what, that, what, even um, that feels mellow. Yeah, like her energy is. Like, when does this come out though? How long ago did this album come out? Um, this album came out in March, like, like second week of March. So like literally like right as soon as everything was about, was popping off. Wow. Okay. Mm. Um, Lipa was, was playing me to, she was playing all men out while I was vibing. I said, yeah, fuck man, nigga, hey, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's like, the, like, the, like the single Break My Heart came out, like, yeah. right when everybody stayed home, and like literally one of the lines in the song is I should have stayed at home. <laughs> Girl, you got what you wished wow. for. It's a coincidence. <laughs> as far as my opinion goes all together, um, I really think she did a, I, I really do enjoy the album. Uh, there are a lot of songs like that I, I vibe with at different times. Like like sometimes when I'm feeling upbeat, I want to hear like Don't Start Now or Physical. But sometimes when I just mm. want to like coast and vibe, I really like Pretty Please or Love Again. So there's just a lot of like wide variety in the songs that I really enjoy. Um, it, was a, it was an album buffet. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So. And, like, and you don't necessarily <laughs> want the buffet, everything at the buffet all the time. Sometimes you just yeah. want like, pieces, you know? Yeah. We gotta come up with a rating system, like a like how many boneless wings would you rate this? Or <laughs> we should have we should combine boneless and flats into one system. Where is it a flat? Is it a flat or, or a <laughs> drum? Three drums and two flats. What is that? <laughs> it's not the same as five flats. <laughs> no, five flats for me is perfect, but five flats for you is not perfect. That's peasant lyrics. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to get off from me, I give it probably a good four flats and a drum. Four flats okay. and a drum. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it two flats and three drums. Mm. You know, I'm with. I'm, I'm with Elijah there. <laughs> Three flats and two drums. I don't know what it is, but I choose two flats and three drums. There are five things there, but how much does that mean? We'll let the audience figure that out. I'll throw in a breast. (laughs) Just uh, the. Just uh... Can I pick a thigh? Can I use a thigh? (laughs) We're going KFC rules now. You know what we should do more? Remember when we was at the park the other day? 
and we mm -hmm. were running routes at the speed of the food that we liked. Like, yes. we were doing like, we should, we should do, we should rate it like, is it like stove top macaroni? Is it that Velveeta? Is it? Oh my God. <laughs> is his mom's fresh baked macaroni? You really gotta change your speed based <laughs> on it. No, we but said not. mom's baked macaroni and Tevin hauled ass. He Tevin said, listen. Wait a my, minute. My, <laughs> my that ain't that crash switched. shit no more. Oh uh, no. What with the yams? <laughs> what the <laughs> Oh when I when I add the yams, that's when it got real. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, well uh I think that does it for Ms. Levick. Yeah. Trans clap, 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 clap. So the next album we are reviewing is uh J Electronica. Jay um, Electricity over here. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's, let's talk about it. And <laughs> my, my, my reasoning for, for choosing this album uh, wasn't quite like Mark's. So I was just chilling, uh, listening to a random playlist on Spotify. Um, and I heard this song from Jay Elect, and I thought it was one of his older songs. So I, I was like, oh, this shit's a vibe. This shit about to make a nigga cry. What the hell? I'm a grown ass nigga, nigga. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck talking? So I, um, I click on the album and it said, uh, if we're in testimony 2020, I said, huh? <laughs> I think they, I think they subtract, they got to subtract 10 or some shit. Um, so, cause for all you that don't know, Jay Electronica, like I'm not a heavy fan. Don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not like listening to his whole discography or anything. I just vibe with him. He did like a whole, uh, he did a whole verse on, um, Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. Which is a movie that Jim, good movie by the way. Let's just go toss that out there. Fuck, anyway, ever since then I was like, all right, he, I, I fuck with him. So I listened to the album, and this whole album review thing was kind of impromptu. Like we were like, you should do it. I said, all right, let's do it. Let's do J Electronica, and that that was really it. I just kind of stumbled. Upon <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that was you know, really it. but that's but honestly, that's how you stumble upon some gems sometimes, though. Oh like, yeah, it just happens. Oh, yeah. You know, you just search on YouTube for a while, and suddenly you're like listening to something you never listened to before, but you're like, "This is flames." That's facts. <laughs> That's facts. I know. Um, I know Paul um has some uh, ideas about it, but uh, why am I always the first one? <laughs> oh. Because because I actually I value his opinion. But go ahead. I was gonna say yeah, before you before you go, what song were you listening to that got um, you onto the album? It was what was it? Apida, the last one, the last one of the album. Um, I'm about to pull was, that up right now. Let me hear this Apida. vibe that Elijah was in. It was like Apida. I don't even know how to pronounce it, bro. Um, but uh, let me see if I can pull this up real quick. See, I was like, refreshed on stuff. Yeah, Apida. Yeah, we need Gonzo right now. We need Gonzo, bro. A P I D T A. It's um the one where he's pretty much talking about like. I have numbers on my phone that'll never ring again. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That yeah I, I remember that song. That was that, good. That was good barge. Right that was very good barge. Yeah. I actually found out <laughs> that song was actually written on the night Kobe died. So that's when it like. Really. Yeah. Interesting. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck!" And it just had me thinking about like family members and like how life is so short. I was like, "MJ." Both Jays, really. Both Jays, like, damn, he left. Jays. Damn, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was the song that got me into the whole album, though. Does Peach not want to go? Elijah, Elijah, Elijah was trying to call me out. No, 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 no. I was just <laughs> saying that because I, I value, I value your music opinion. That's all. Oh my. Um, hey. I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go first. <laughs> my written testimony about this album. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's my statement. <laughs> <laughs> and I stand by it. <laughs> I stand by this. A hundred percent. Um, uh, this album is something because, like you said, Elijah, this is, this album, just the fact that this album exists kind of means something because obviously ever Jay has been on like a 12-year hiatus since the exhibit c stuff which most people consider the gospel like literally there's people it's like to put in the frame of reference for like non-hip-hop people like jail electronica's one song called exhibit c is putting him in top fives for people and their whole discographies right. oh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me put it this way let me put it yeah. this way <laughs> 
for, for sports fans, Jay Electronica mm-hmm. is the Bo Jackson of rap. He lasted, <laughs> like, it's like, what? It's all like, what could he have been? Exactly. exactly. The, and exactly. you guys just see exactly so much potential, and you're just like, damn. <laughs> damn. I heard he ran a 4-2-40. What? It doesn't matter if he hasn't said anything for years. People be, can be still putting out stuff. They're like, but that J-verse, though. I'm like, but, oh, my God. <laughs> and you're like, it was how many years ago at this point? <laughs> 12. 12, 12 years. And I, I think in certain aspects that, that definitely did him a disservice because now motherfuckers is like nitpicking on his album. I don't even think shit. that verse is that good. I just... Wait, is that No. I think it's good. Alright, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna diss him like that. It's good. But the amount of praise that Jay Electronica has ridden off with and like giving him a blanket pass to not put out music is kind of criminal. Like... Well, it's not that good. I agree. I understand. I understand. But I feel like in 2010, you didn't really hear those kind of bars, though. At least in my opinion. You're gonna make we me go star in for bars in 2010. To, you're gonna make me go go in go in my catalog just to see what 2010 bars were coming out. But no, no, no. We don't. We don't have the time for that. But um, yeah, we're not. But no. What I will say, I don't want to like be negative about this the whole time because it, it was actually a decent album. Like I liked it. I just didn't like how it was done mm-hmm. um like for example like like you said like is like you could tell that jay he's on jay's label i don't know why he decided to let jay do half the verses like it's pretty much his version of watch the throne bro um, why did he let jay set up his album for if it's your that was album, crazy why are you letting that, i would I was, never have done that i was like really yeah, like, he, it's like a solid two minutes into the second song before you hear his voice Right. Yeah. And it sets the tone for the album. It it literally does because now every time I hear because Jay intros the album, it makes it feel like I thought this was like four 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 two point up. That's exactly what went through my mind while listening to it too. Or or two for five. You get it? Because Wendy's two for five. All right. I don't know. That's (laughs) and like I don't want to take up all the time because I know you guys have opinions on this as well. Uh, the long and short of it is that I enjoy I I do enjoy it. I don't think it had. It's hard to replay it. Um, mm. It has good themes. Like it, it sticks well to its theming, um, and they kind of carry that throughout the album. Even though it starts off super great in the beginning, I love that intro track, but then it doesn't carry the energy over, and I think that's. It's yeah, I I don't I don't know. Like Jay Electronica just doesn't have the energy. Like I don't know why. Like if you listen to Exhibit C and this album, he is not enthused on this album. Like I don't know. His mm-hmm. rapping energy is like I don't know. Like it doesn't seem like he could carry the album, which is weird because he talks about that in the album. Like he literally yeah. talks about conversations that he had where people keep telling him to put out music and he's like nervous or like going through stuff, which I thought was really interesting but then like it kind of it's it's almost sad because this album kind of proves his point that you know he feels like he can't put out an album on his own and half his album is with jay on it so it's like mm-hmm. i don't know it's kind of sad like it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way i do remember that like that one bar where he was like um where he was just like talking about when he looks into the mirror all he sees flaws and like like it's just yeah. it is very interesting it's definitely yeah. super meta throughout the entire album that he knows like the hype for this album is going to exceed it itself. Exactly. And like he's terrified of it. But like, I mean, it's the reality of what happened. At least in a lot of people's opinions. But I'm glad he put it out. Like I will say Same. this. I hope this album was the ignition to put out more work. Like, not even albums. Like I think he just needs to put out songs, dude. Like he needs to just get shit out there because people have been clamoring for this fucking album and now they got it and I I, I don't know like it didn't get the praise that I think it should have been getting or I don't know I, I don't know what he was expecting out of this but I hope he got it so that way he can kind of move on and I, do I, new I stuff it, I think it was the now or never kind of thing because either way yeah. people's expectations are going to be fucking through the roof so oh, like, yeah. it, it's like you, it's a lose-lose, <laughs> low-key. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no way you can live up to 12 years of hype. 
Like, there's, mm-hmm. there's just not possible. Literally 12 years of hype. That's crazy. That's a whole and decade. I do feel like Peach, like, hit it right on the head with a lot of this stuff. It's like, I don't know how re-listenable, like, <laughs> the re-listenability of the album um, is. Like, certain things about the production in, like, particular, like, <laughs> I have trouble listening to a lot. Uh, two things in two things in particular. One, the kids' choir going, "Yeah!" I'm like, "Oh my yeah. god!" <laughs> I think that Chewbacca needed to be like featured on this album because there's so many times where I just hear in the background, and I'm like, "Jeez, I've heard that sound on so many songs." Um, but all together i think like the first two times i listened to the album i did really really um enjoy a lot of it i do think i like the first half of it um a little bit better than the second half um and yeah i think it's very jay-z dominated there's no getting around it i mean i think the biggest thing that came to my mind at least when i was first listening to it was like people waited 12 years for this album um and the album itself is 39 minutes long um, and he's not on the first album, and he doesn't speak till halfway, I mean, on the first <laughs> song, and he doesn't speak till halfway through the second song, and, like, half of the verses are all Jay's verses. I'm like, how long have <laughs> you actually yeah. been talking to this album? And like, I kept looking at my minutes. clock like, geez, man, you got 15 now, minutes Jay. of bars on this whole song, on this whole album. Like, Would you feel better if, I, I was thinking about this, um, would you have felt better about this album if it was a Jay Electronica and Jay-Z album. Like, it was titled that because on iTunes it's a Jay Electronica album and Jay-Z's not even featured on the tracks. Like, it doesn't say featuring Jay-Z. He's just there. It's like, it's like at its best, the songs remind me of like, kind of like Kendrick's To Pimp a Butterfly. Like, some of the the less popular songs on that. Like, at its best. I think there are some songs that like really remind me of that. Um, but then there's just a lot of songs where I'm just like, like, I do like the last song, like you were talking about, like, how there are numbers in my phone that I'll never call again. And like, that is really strong and really haunting. But he, they say it like three million times. And I'm like, man, this album is like 40 (laughs) minutes and three minutes of it is you saying the same line. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I just feel like, I just feel like for me personally, I did enjoy it. But if I was a big fan of Jay Electronica, I don't know how much you know, like, yeah, I can't help but feel like that disappointment for other people. You know? Just say it, Mark. Say it's a no for me, dog. Just say <laughs> I, it. I, I, there's a lot, of, there are a lot of pieces in this album that I do really enjoy. Like, there are a lot of things in this album that I do, like, really like. I just feel like if I had waited 12 years, I'd be like, eh, not yeah. as big of a fan. I just have a question for you. Oh, for everybody. Um, so mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, the Joe Budden podcast, right? And oh, yeah. <laughs> at one, at, <laughs> he tore this shit down. But do you think um, that Jay Z smacked him around lyrically? Yes. He's yeah. more entertaining. He's he he catches your he catches your ear. Like he has more quotables. Like it's. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say my favorite line on the whole thing is that like parts where he's like he keeps saying sir over and over again. Like. Oh that's my like god, the, that, yeah. That's like the yeah. one line I like the most. And the line I like the most from Jay Electronica is like when, like, literally the opening line where he says, if it comes from me and a hoe, uh, consider it Quran. And like, if it comes from one of those, consider it Quran or whatever. And I'm like, that was like his opening line. Like, in the whole album, like, my favorite line is like basically the first one from him, uh, at least coming from Jay. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I do feel like there's a lot of. I feel like Jay Z was really like, listen, young buck, I still got it. It's crazy. And I do feel like sometimes Jay Z might have been using this as like a, hmm, let me just put out a little tester out there to see how well my next album is going to be doing. And it's like, <laughs> this is somebody else's project. You can't just be whipping stuff out to see how you're going to be doing next time you decide to make something. The more I listened to it, I said, oh. <laughs> it walked out of here, and I looked. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fast forwarded something, didn't you? <laughs> I said, yo, especially like when he made that uh, that Roger Goodell bar, I said, you left this not your album no more. <laughs> That's not your album no more, son. I, this oh, is right. my album now. Hey! Look at me, sure. 
Look at me, show it. I'm the captain now. <laughs> There's even that part where he's like, man, I got I got a hove on this. Like this is highway robbery. And you're like, Yeah, but are you yeah, the it is. Are you the one you getting robbed? robbed? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? This is my album now. <laughs> while while we're still on this, like I feel like I feel like the album would have just been much better if he buried his features. Like if he actually had other features besides Jay. I wouldn't have minded as much, said, but like the fact that he's all over the album, I'm like, he Jesus. Said, he, said, like... he said, featuring Jay Z, featuring Jay Z, featuring Jay Z, featuring Travis Scott, featuring Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> just don't Travis, Travis Scott, Scott was on for like two seconds. I was going to say, did that Travis Scott feature remind anyone of like Kanye's like Heartless a little bit? A little bit, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, very... like, it's like also like that like electronic sound. I, I just kept thinking of that, that song whenever I listened to it. My opinion, it's more like sporadic than it was with the Olympus, but um, so it's more of just like a bunch of comments that I have to make. Um, the first one is that the religious imagery that was used to describe his life or the rap game or pop culture or any kind of current event, I thought was wonderful. It felt kind of like an ethereal or a spiritual experience, and it actually made me feel like the album was bigger than just himself or what he was trying to make um and the overwhelming event the intro it really kind of set the stage for the record in my opinion um my favorite track was the blinding um i i don't know i was just not i agree that I liked, was my favorite as well i yeah. liked the beat change and it was funny because travis scott was in it and it reminded me of sickle mode a little bit but anyway that's neither here nor there um my biggest comment was just the imagery in general i thought it was really well done like lines that he said it was like pollinating my earbuds um or my eyelids is like levees but my tear ducts is like glaciers i don't know it that that shit killed me for for a few minutes um and like mark said, it, mm. but like mark said it did kind of remind me of kendrick um i even took it a step further back and i said it almost reminded me of like filmatic by nas yeah um, i can see that and then I also like the Rihanna's feature in Flux Capacitor. Just throw that out there. Anything with Rihanna mm -hmm. is always good. Facts. Um, mm -hmm. My biggest criticism seems to match what you guys said. There's just so much Jay-Z in there. And that's cool because he's great, but for his debut album, and for me, someone who doesn't really, who's not familiar with him, I kind of wish he had had the album more to himself. He's just featured in every single song so heavily. At the beginning, I almost wondered if he was just a Jay-Z impersonator. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for, for such a short album, it's 10 tracks, 39 minutes, and as you said, like 12 years in the making, at times it felt kind of slow, specifically like tracks 8, 9, and 10. And track 8 itself was only like a minute and a half, if I recall. But the other Which two, was I the only, really was that the only one, um, was that the one where he was by himself in that one? Cause I made a note about that, like where it was like criminally short. Cause I was like, "This is what I wanted. I wanted you by yourself." <laughs> and then he like ended it short. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> what is going on?" You, you know what this album uh, kind of now that we like we're talking about it, it kind of reminds me of like, you know, if have you ever been invited to a party and you don't want to go no. alone. So you're like, yo, you want to call me right quick? <laughs> yo, bro, what you doing tonight? You trying to call me to this party? That's what it kind of feels like. It felt like he was afraid to release an album by him by his lonesome. So he's like, hey, yeah. Jay, what you doing tonight, bro? You want to? Uh, he did make comments on it, too, which makes I, sense. And I do question, like, how, like, I don't know, with this being, like, you know, Jay-Z's label and all that, like, how much, of, like, do you think he really has that much authority to say no? at points like you know mm. even if he wants more of it like it's kind of awkward saying no to your boss you know like if you know you have jay-z out here like oh i'm gonna do this and this on the song and you're like yeah but it's my album so like do you mind if i like you know just have mm -hmm. more in it and it's like yeah mm, no <laughs> this is <our laughs> and that's album. a no for me but i'm actually curious how much control he had on i'm actually curious how much control jay-z had over the album mm. Like I, I would love to see. I would love to see. This would actually be smart if they put out like a mini doc, like on YouTube or like whatever through whatever streaming platform of the creation of this album, like or the, of the twelve year 
between this album and Exhibit C. I would love to have seen that. Damn, you barely got the album, and you want all that, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, facts. You, know you know what's going to be really easy, what's going to be really interesting if this, is if Jay Electronica has a feature on Jay's next whatever it is coming next. We still got to give our, um, our ratings, too. For the other oh, one. For, uh, I might have to give this one some flats. Oh, <laughs> what is this rating system? What is it? <laughs> the world may never know. I want no. I want someone to figure this out, man. I want someone to put points, numbers, the flats, numbers, the wins. But, but see, that's the thing, though, is that it like depends on the person. Because I like flats more. So like three yeah. flats for me is not the same as three flats for you, you know? Yo, it's three shakes of barbecue salt. <laughs> what? <laughs> if Peach gives it the barbecue salt, I think it's obviously the best you anything has ever been. <laughs> That man puts that shit on bread. He probably put it on his. He probably would put it on his pinky and eat that. Like, Elijah, did you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, you need to your opinion. Closing thoughts, you ask. What's your opinion? Yeah, what's your opinion? You didn't give your opinion. I will agree with y'all when you say like the re-listenability of it. It wasn't there for me, Loki. Like after the second time, it was really kind of with both albums. Are like. I love both albums, don't get me wrong. But mm -hmm. like, we've low-key been trying to record this episode for two weeks. So it's pretty much like two weeks straight listening to the two same albums. So after a while, I was like, all right. I, <laughs> I, I, think, I think the through line that like, with these two albums, if there is one, is that they're sometimes difficult to re-listen to because they're both so short. Like both mm -hmm. albums are like, one's 10 tracks, the other one's 11 tracks. They're so short. So like re-listening to them, like I listened to Dua Lipa's album, like literally in the shower the other day. And I was like, yeah. wow, I listened to this whole album. It's it's starting over again. And the same thing with like with, um, with Jay Electronica's album. I like took a ride. I took a drive to go somewhere. And I listened to the whole album and I was like, it's starting all over again. Right. And sometimes right, that can right. be good. Cause like, you know, you trim the fat off, but then sometimes it's like, you know, there's not a lot of content there. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. I'm pretty sure our discussion about the album is longer than the album. Hi, G. We recorded <laughs> this shit three times. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, can get, you can get Jay Electronica's album completely go through in one Zoom call. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's fucking facts, bro. By the way, I want you listeners to appreciate the fucking uh, hurdles we had to go through to record this goddamn episode. Uh, First, first time we were on Zoom, uh, we were on Mark's mom's account, and we're like fucking what ten minutes in maybe, yeah. <laughs> and then it says <laughs> he kicks us out because his mom starts a Zoom call. <laughs> so then I have to log into my account, and then we were talking for more than forty minutes, and they said, "Yo, y'all niggas broke. It's either you upgrade or start again." So then we had to start again. This is the third time. Uh. Honestly, and let's do a round of applause to Elijah's editing skills because he's gonna make it so that you can't even tell that's happening. Okay, we dab on this shit. These fools will be none the wiser, minus you know us bringing it up right now. They might even know that he might edit that out. You never know. He's got magic powers with that edit. Um, but now overall though, I did I did genuinely enjoy it. Um, there was like. There was bars. Now, now let me ask y'all a question before we before we end. How did y'all? Cause like some of some of the bars were like high concept, like shit I couldn't even like really get fathom. How do you like? It's one of those like most of the songs like you gotta pause it, then look at what the fuck you talking about, then then play. How do you? How do you? How do you feel about that? I had the lyrics up the entire time. Like I had Apple Music on, and it has the button that plays the lyrics as you're listening to it. So like. It's really cool in the sense that, like, if something felt like it was going over my head, I could literally rewind it back and just keep seeing the words, like, until they made sense to me. Um, which is to say that, yes, at times they did go over my head. Um, but sometimes you'll hear something, like a description, and say, like, holy shit, I've never heard anyone, like, put pen to paper that way before in my life. I need, I need to hear it five more times in order for me to appreciate it he's a fucking genius. I, I agree with michael on that like it's i'll i'll, I'll give jay electronic to this too 
I feel like the bars that do get like very like high concept or at least like like he really tries to go out there with his phrasing like even if it even if I'm not completely like because I will admit like some of the religious reference like I'm aware of it but I don't know the exact implications of what he's saying but I get it and that's something I did like throughout the album was that even the concepts that I might not totally get and that like may go over my head, I still understand what he's implying and it comes across well as a listener. And I did appreciate that. Like I felt like I wasn't lost in the album at all. Yeah. I, I did appreciate the lyrics of them on some real shit though. Yeah. It was, it there was, was some parts. It was, it was yeah, high key. Key. high key. I was I was gonna say, yeah, I mean that's I mean for me I feel like that's just the that's just the only frustrating part about the album is that like there are a lot of moments there are moments in it where you're like damn like to, i have to look that up to understand that and then like once you look it up you're like wow that was really good i just wish that i had so you know good. i just wish i had more time with it you know i wish i had more mm-hmm. time with him just doing things like that you know you're like mm-hmm. sometimes you're like this is for this is not a very long album and i see that you have this talent i see you bo jackson i see you i just wish i had more time with you you know like this can't be without your forever (laughs) i I just want more you know i kind of think though like this is just a taste he's about to he's about to come out with some fucking heat and fuck us up i i don't know why i feel that um it took ah. took 12 years for him to come out with half of an album that he's <laughs> I'm gonna have That's kids by the time this nigga comes out another album. <laughs> I just wanna know how he's been making money. Like, what's the label been paying him for? Facts. <laughs> I've always I been mean, curious about that. he produced the songs as well, right? So, there's that. Uh, That's right? true. I think, he's, I think he produced them himself. I think he does produce, but I don't know if he produced all of it by himself still. Oh, okay. I have to check. Oh. I have to check up on that. I, I, I don't quote me on that. Uh, I maybe will follow like, back on that. Maybe he lives in the woods and he's like self-sufficient. Who knows? Mm. Is he? Possible. I think he's married to Erica Badu. Or, yeah. I know they had a kid. Hey, oh, okay. I did yeah. not know that. He yeah. left the nuts hanging out at a great Badu. All right, let's not for you to like that. <laughs> Look at that. Why wow. does he sound like a magician for the great Badu? I'm a fan of Erica. I have a drawing of her. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a drawing of yeah, I got it at uh, the Dune Festival, I think. That's dope. Yeah, it was, that sounds it was like lit. somewhere you would get an Erica poster. All right, Key. All right. All right so what, what are what, what will we rate this album? We we kind of talked at length about it. Um, so, Michael, what would you rate? How many chicken wings does this album get? I'm giving it three flats and a drum. <laughs> what does that mean? You'll never know. Uh, I, for me personally, I'm gonna give it. Two flats and two drums. Is that more than Michael's? I don't know. <laughs> Are we doing? So we're doing four pieces of chicken. I thought we were doing five. No, we're doing well, five like, pieces we're doing of chicken. Five well, like, no, it doesn't have to be five pieces of chicken. It's just you know, out of five, you know, like for you, perfect would be five drums. Mm, but you can give less than you can give four drums if you wanted to. That's just a four out of five. You don't have to give a flat. You don't have to. Yeah, if you want to all convert right. it all to drums and no flats, you can do that. I'll give it, I'll give it two two flats and two drums, but one of the drums someone bit out of it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was about to say that. Wow, like, this is such a positive review. And I was like, wait, <laughs> I'm disgusted at that review. That's Honestly, my thought, my thought is, well, one of the drums had a bite out of it. Would that be different if a flat had a bite out of it? Like, is that better or worse? I don't know. (laughs) There's way too many ways we could tackle this. (laughs) I started drooling. I'll give it two drums and a flat that needs barbecue salt. I'm fairly certain that that's the lowest grade out of the four of us, but I don't know how the rest of us stack up at all. He said it, he, he said it needs it. <laughs> this, this thing cannot go on without barbecue sauce. You know, it enhances album. 
<laughs> some barbecue salt. <laughs> Real talk, though. With some toasted, lightly salted bread. <laughs> oh my god, my nigga, that's crazy. Alright, I think that I think we should wrap this shit up. We're probably already over an hour. I can't even hold it. Yeah, we've been talking uh, for a while. We, <laughs> we could have listened to both albums before this faster than this stuff. We could listen to both, both albums, albums two notes. times. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, um I think that does it. I'm like fucking crying over here. I don't even know why this <laughs> <laughs> Um Fuck. All right, this is the only way I've cried, so I don't have emotion, nigga. Um, but, uh... <laughs> wow. <Okay. laughs> All right, I'll remember that the next time you say someone's passive-aggressive, Bly. I'll be like, you have no emotion, remember? <laughs> <laughs> you were just a machine. Holy shit. Um, yeah, thank y'all for tuning in, man. Definitely appreciate y'all. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Between the Letter U and Me Too. Like the poo. Um, follow us on our Facebook fan page. Um, that between you and me uh, and you can follow our personal Instagrams if you want no pressure uh, mine is uh, ebrown12sam uh, mine um, is mdixonnj mm-hmm. um, mine is mbrennan993 yep Hey, man, fucking, hey. I'm proud of you, Paul. It's just no one else has your, your page because it's official. So that's good. It's official, good you, man. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> Hi. Y'all remember, y'all niggas remember uh, Jimmy Neutron when that monkey? Hi, yep. I'm Paul. Oh, my God. That's what it's that, from, Eliza. That, I was going to say that. <laughs> you don't know, but, like, back in the day, that ruined Paul's life. So now. Really? I so didn't now realize he's, that. This is, this is his version of taking it back. This oh, is his version of taking it back. He's taking it back. That's my phrase now. <laughs> I respect it. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. 